1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
0: Believe. The catch is made by DJ Moore, still going across midfield, inside the 40, the 30. This is Desmond Johnson on the Believe and Carolina Panthers podcast, here on the Believe Podcast Network And welcome into the preview Thursday edition of the Believing Carolina Panthers podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson, joined by Panthers all-time leading uh, rusher, Jonathan Stewart. Skylar Callahan, conspicuous by his absence. This is uh, his wedding week. It's the beginning of his wedding week. He's getting married uh, to his lovely fiance, so he'll be out this episode and through next week because he'll be on his honeymoon. Skylar uh, scheduled his wedding uh, in Stokesdale on the same uh, day of the greatest homecoming on Earth. Uh, AT homecoming going on the same day as the uh, wedding because me and my wife were invited to it a couple months back. Uh, I didn't realize the date was exact one until like a couple of weeks ago. I was like, dang, I can't I can't do it because I produce AT football. So, uh, shout out to our boy, Skylar. I'm sure her, uh, him and his lovely bride will have a wonderful weekend. Uh, this upcoming weekend, the Carolina Panthers will try to get to their third win of the season by taking on Divisional Foe Atlanta. Uh, this is a one o'clock kickoff. We'll get you a preview for that. We're doing open mailbag today. So if you're listening or watching the show uh, on Facebook Watch or on YouTube, you can actually participate in the show today. Give us your questions. If you ever want to ask Jay Stu a question about something, if you ever want to ask me a question about something, if you want to put your opinion out there about what the team is doing right now, uh, definitely chime in. You can just type it in in the comment section on our Facebook Watch video of this. Or on the YouTube channel on Tobacco Road Sports Radio's YouTube channels, where this is parked live. Before we get into everything else, uh, and of course it's, it's Thursday, so you know if it's Thursday, everybody, you all know uh, you know what it is, what we're going to be doing. So I don't even have to say it. We'll we'll just get to that in a minute. But before we do that, let me uh, hit you off with our sponsors over at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join today. Make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV uh, to receive your 50% bonus. And Online is where the game starts. And typically where we start... On a Thursday, is uh we have we done since the seasons began? Is basically we go around and we tell you what we're mad about during this week.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why we're mad. I'm gonna tell you why we're mad.
0: And it could be anything football related, doesn't have to necessarily be Panther related, but typically it is. So uh, we usually kick off our Thursday episodes with that. If you've got again, if you've got questions, if there's ever been something you wanted to ask Jay Stew, uh if you've ever wanted to uh, chime in on one of these types of things, here's your shot. Shoot your shot. Give us your question. We'll answer it during the show. Uh, and of course, we'll give you our predictions and previews for Panthers versus Falcons uh, 1 p.m. kickoff this Sunday on Fox. Stu, I'm going to let you uh, hit us off here. A lot to go through in terms of what could have potentially made this segment this week. I think I have yeah. in my head where I want to go. Uh, tell them, tell them, tell them folks why you mad, son. Yeah, I'm going
1: to well, tell you why we mad, son. I'm going to tell you why we mad, son. Well, well, well. <laughs> You know, anytime I get a chance to talk about these Broncos, I'm going to do it.
0: Oh, they made it again. What oh, no. So. <laughs> they they, oh, this is like, what week are we in? This is week uh, eight, I guess. Yeah. They probably Listen. made this segment half of the, the season.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, <laughs> I don't know who in the organization of the Denver Broncos playing situation. Oh, I don't know yeah. who. I don't know who to hold responsible for this. <laughs> <laughs> but Russell Wilson told us told the world yesterday that he spent hours working out on the airplane why would you allow this man to be on the airplane first of all doing high knees, jumping yeah. jacks whatever it is that he's doing that plane should not be like you should be in your seat first of all if I got a teammate on a chartered plane up there doing all this activity bouncing around like how are you going to even sleep on the plane It's gonna make me nervous. Okay. It's making me nervous. Like, you could, like, throw the plane off. Maybe the plane starts, you know, using one side of the engine because, like, using one side of the engine harder than the other side because you over there on the other side jumping up and down, Mm -hmm. man, you putting our life in in danger. So (laughs) I'm mad about the fact that Russell Wilson, it just was just being extra yesterday. I love Russell Wilson. You know, I, I love him as a competitor. You know, I love his determination. I love his spirit, his positivity, um, everything that he brings to the table, you know, in the in, in the National Football League. But he went too far with this one. Ain't no way I'm working out on no plane. I'll get treatment, you know, ice up, a little whatever, get a massage and all that.
0: I'm stepping, like, to your chest up and down the aisle. Yeah, level. man, what's going <laughs>
1: on? Like, somebody <laughs> needs to be held re- responsible for this, this, uh, this behavior. I...
0: I heard this today too and I was like, I wonder how his teammates are are responding to this. Because yeah, it, it feels like they're gonna come back from London without their head coach. Like if they right. lose that football game. Because it, it almost is like because you can't get rid of Russell. You just gave him almost a quarter of a billion dollars. <laughs> like, like he ain't going nowhere. If anything, everyone else is gonna go someplace and Russell's there for a little bit. Uh Nathaniel Hackett, the head coach. He feels like he's over, he's in over his head, or they didn't know what they were getting when they got Russell Wilson. Like, they've never watched him play (laughs) because they're doing other stuff with him that he's just not known for. And uh, I'll throw Russell in there a little bit, too, because the way he said it to the press, it was almost like he was bragging. Like, while my teammates were asleep, I was putting at work. I was doing this thing. I was getting myself ready.
1: Now while you was out there doing all that work, you still hurt. You should be sitting yeah. your butt down on an airplane yeah. <laughs> yeah. and going to sleep.
0: Man, so I, I, I don't, I don't know what they're doing in Denver. You man. messing
1: up my sleep while you are over here doing jumping jacks. <laughs> I'm trying to do more jumping more jacks and like, you back here. We told him we Come on, guys, let's do it. I'm, <laughs> getting, back back. Too. I'm, get, I'm getting back on the field. Stuff nah, he's man. doing
0: some stuff. I, I don't know if he was doing this in Seattle or not. Maybe he couldn't because yeah. the Legion Boom was there and everything else in the know, beginning. Man.
1: Just aside, yeah, I just really think it's odd. Let's just check in on you know what's going on over there. Anybody got some insight on what was really happening on that plane? Please let us know.
0: Yeah, please
1: because um, that's <laughs> absurd.
0: Oh my gosh. So we're getting a couple of uh, comments coming in already before I get you with my uh, where I'm at this week. Ian Allison, massive fan I'm reaching all the way out from Scotland.: uh,
1: Ian Allison. You know,
0: what's yeah, up? Out place too.
1: Yo, what's up, Ian? Appreciate you. Glad you're, you, uh, glad you're watching it. us and listening to what we got to say. Yeah. Um, you know, we just over here just having a good time. Thanks for tuning Ooh, in. Man.
0: John B. Jenkins comments. Y'all ready to
1: witness the Walker Wonder this weekend? Ooh, I like that name, John. I like John. that, yeah. That's kinda... I like that, John. Walker Wonder. I call him peanut butter jelly, though.
0: Yeah. He, actually, I want y'all help in getting witness the Walker Wonder trending. Who needs Mahomes magic? We got the Walker Wonder. I'm gonna give it. him one more game. I'm gonna give him yeah. one more game before we put ourselves yeah. out there like yeah, that. That's, and if he,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> if he that's comes not, out,
1: <laughs> let's relax with Mahomes now. Mahomes' magic is magic.
0: Calm down, just just a second. I don't want to put PJ and and uh, Pat Mahomes yeah, in the same sentence just yet. But I'll be give yeah. PJ the benefit of the doubt. Um, why am I mad this week?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why we mad, son. I'm gonna tell you why we mad, son.
0: I think it's the coverage of our win. I that I kept I kept floating around a couple different things, but. The way our coverage has gone, and I get it, and it's been the, the 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 footprint of the Panthers since its existence. Like we don't get credit when we deserve the credit, and we get a lot of blame when sometimes we don't deserve the blame. But uh, it felt like this entire week watching like Get Up or ESPN or you know Center, whatever, it felt like the story was more about how bad Tampa was as opposed to what we did to make them look bad. Like no one has really mentioned that the Panthers put together a pretty complete game and almost pitched the shutout uh on tampa like that was one of the worst losses tampa uh, that tom brady's had in tampa like i think maybe since he's been there so it, to me it was kind of odd that they well not odd i kind of yeah. expected it a little bit but I hell, well, you were on the 2015 team like that was probably the most disrespected 14 and 0 team i've ever seen in my life like they just yeah. they were like they're, <laughs> this is the worst undefeated team <laughs> of all yeah, they're time." Gonna, we're they, like,
1: they're, they're gonna forever hate when they gotta hate you know i think yeah. at the end of the day I'd rather them not point out why we won because of how good of a game we played. Um, so that way we just ride them you know, under the radar. We got the Falcons next week. At least yep. the Falcons ain't reading papers about how good we are. At least they can go into this game thinking, oh, they trash. Tampa That's was what, trash. Yeah.
0: That's literally, yeah. They're, they're, everyone's just like, went, they're if, still if, like, Panthers are horrible. The Panthers are if, horrible. If they, mm-hmm.
1: they want to think that about us, then whatever. All I know yeah, is I'm wearing a Frankie Louvu jersey right now. Yes, sir. Because I... Feel it in my bones. Feel it in my bones. I know he was on the injury report as questionable, but that's just how it goes. He'll be he'll be out there this weekend. Um, I'm in good hopes about that. Yeah. But um, Frankie Louvu is about to have one of those games, and yeah. I can feel it.
0: I'm trying to pull up the injury report for uh for this too. Um, we're uh there's some more questions starting to come in here. Uh, of course, it's an open mailbag day. Uh, Thursday's preview day here on the Believe in Criminal Panthers podcast. Uh, We appreciate everybody that's beginning to find us uh, as we become one of your more de facto spots to go for Panther news. Not once, but twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays, early afternoon. Mondays, we give you a recap of the game we just had. Thursdays, we give you a preview of what we had. And, of course, we have fun in between it all. Um, Got a pull... Adventures with Chris, to the game on Sunday, do they just keep with the same game plan or do they let PJ open up a little bit more? Um, that's a loaded question, Adventures with Chris. I'm not sure. I, I would think they would do it off of the team they're playing against. Um, here's the thing. The Falcons are like third or fourth in the league in rushing. They average like 160 yards a game on the ground. And I would imagine that Coach Wilkes would want to duplicate what we did last week. You know who? What head coach doesn't want to have 170 yards rushing you know, in a football
1: game? <laughs> like it, it definitely starts at the line of scrimmage. I can tell yeah. you that.
0: Um, so, I,
1: so
0: I think they'll let PJ get his shots in. I don't think they're going to revert back to what we saw in the uh, the Rams game. Like I think again we've gone through that enough. I, I think that was for a specific reason. But last week I think it's kind of the prototype of what we probably could see going forward. Can they? Would they mix in maybe some RPO or something like that in there? Maybe, Maybe. I yeah.
1: I think Ad- Adventures with Chris. I guess your name is Chris. Um, you know what we saw last week was a little bit of like DNA. If I would, if I would say who are the Panthers, we last week displayed who the Panthers are. And let's not do anything sexy. Let's just go out there, yep. run the ball, pass it to the open guy, play defense, tackle. And run hard, and block. I agree. I mean, and special teams be special. Kick, yeah. I mean, our, our our punter, my goodness. I mean, we average like fifty yards a punt or something like that. I mean, Hector
0: in the house doing Johnny his thing. Hector, boy, we, I, we, I'm a, we got started. That's, doing Hector fan club.
1: that's the that's the next jersey I'm gonna get. Yeah, you know? I got <laughs> the Frankie <laughs> Louvu because we got jersey. players that people don't know about. And they need to and people need to know about Frankie Louvu. People need to know about Johnny Hecker, man. Like, yeah. come on, man.
0: There was a juice with the defense last week. I think it coincided with Frankie Louvu being back.
1: Um yeah. and, and I'll energy. check on that
0: Andrew report. Yeah, he just brings a little spark to it. And I love guys like that that have been around the league a little bit, bounced around, they find a home, they find a uh, a situation that works for them. And he's just, he's been a, a godsend really for this defense in terms of He's that same dude like Jeremy Chin to me. Like, he's yeah. built that way, you know. So, with, with Chin out, it, it's almost like the defense hasn't really missed too much of a beat. Now, with both of them out a couple of weeks ago, we could clearly sense it. But yeah. uh, with Lulu back, it's been good. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, with John's question about P.J. Walker, um, you know, apparently he's been saying this is XFL days. Uh, apparently, P.J. Walker tore it up in the XFL. Uh, for a year. I think he was league league MVP or something like that for the year that they were up. And then um, uh, the league fell apart uh, and he latched on with Carolina, Matt Rule being his former college coach. Uh, So happy for my guy to get some consecutive weeks of prep. That's got to help his game improve. Talk about that for a little bit, Stu. I think it goes unnoticed sometimes. Just being able to be that first string starter, getting those snaps and practice during the week and knowing you're going into the game as the starter as opposed to replacing somebody in the third quarter because of an injury or a bad play or whatever, or you find out Sunday morning, Hey, you're the starter. Like describe to me the difference of preparation from knowing you're going in as the guy in that spot to getting thrown into that position as the guy.
1: I mean, it's the confidence, right? The confidence is everything. Um, And your brain is so powerful, right? You know, what you tell yourself in preparation um, through your experiences you know, really, like, add up towards the end of the week. And if you have the opportunity to go into a week and say, hey, you're the starter, we need you this week to perform. Okay, so now every rep that I have, every film study that I have, I'm going into that with the purpose and the actual mentality that I'm going to go out there and make these things happen. Um, you can prepare all you want to the hardest of your ability in the state of not knowing like that's a whole different mentality. I don't I don't yeah. care who you are. Like, if you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. And that's not a good place to be. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, you want to, if, if I'm, I, if I'm getting the ball, you better call the play. If the play is like, if, if it's, if this, it's, uh, you know, we're out of the gun and we're, Gonna run a run play? Please let me know, so that way I don't go block. Right, it's it's, it's like if I it's basic things, basic (laughs) fundamentals. Hey, if you're gonna let me, if I'm going to start this game, the sooner you let me know, I will be able to prepare differently. I should always prepare to be the starter. I should always prepare like I am the starter. But my mind is so powerful that if you actually let me know that I'm the starter. And I ain't got to think about whether or not I'm going to start or not. Magical thing is going to appear.
0: And I could, I mean, it's just like a logical thing. Like, you know, you gotta, you gotta know what you're going to be doing. Um, if uh, in fact, you're going to be doing it. I mean, that's basically what <laughs> it comes down to in the end. So uh, I uh, wanted to pull up some more comments here. As they're starting to flood in here on the side. Uh, thanks guys pay attention to this over here uh, on YouTube and on Facebook watch um, let's go to spectator mode enabled Stewie I want to start a petition for Matt rule to send back his camo training camp panthers hat he not worthy um, <laughs> did you uh, did you read the article on ESPN plus that dropped yesterday? There was like an in-depth look in, the, in behind the scenes of the Panthers and the, the Matt Rule reign? From the look on your face, I don't think you might have seen it
1: yet. I did not. I did not. I got it
0: late last night. Uh, shout out to the four-man rush. Uh, those that are Panther fans, y'all know who the four-man rush is. Matter of fact, Kevin Avery will be on my uh, Saturday morning show uh, this Saturday. And uh, it goes in-depth from when Matt Rule was hired and has like anonymous comments from people in the building and all this stuff. And it goes through the whole three years of him trying to find a franchise quarterback. And it goes through all. It basically, it basically throws Matt Rule out there as the end all uh, decision maker when it came to personnel uh, wow. on this team the past three years. So it basically, they're saying he he, sh- he shot a shot with Teddy Bridgewater that didn't work out. He fell in love with Sam Darnold, did ever traded away draft picks that didn't work out. Landed on Baker Mayfield that hasn't worked out. He led the charge to try to bring Deshaun Watson here. Uh, Tepper was involved with that heavily as well Uh, that didn't work out so it kind of frames the whole thing of basically just three years of spinning our wheels because we couldn't get the quarterback position right which we all knew but this is really more in depth in terms of going into detail of how much he had his fingers on everything in the the franchise and while that might work in college in the pros it's not really necessary and one of the things the excerpts from that story that I took and remembered more than anything else was that the the first practice after the 49ers game, uh, before he had been let go, they were going out there to do, I guess, routine seven on seven drills. And it's that's the start of the article. And it's talking about how the mood with the team, there was no jubilance, there was no juice, there was nothing. It was almost like a a dreadful type of situation. And I wish Skylar was here because he could talk about that practice. But uh, it was like people were missing catches, drop balls, the bo- balls were getting thrown all over the place. And I think the whole team was coming to a realization that they couldn't win football games without a quarterback. And the story was talking about how Rule and his assistants weren't saying anything. They were just standing on the sideline, just kind of watching the whole thing. And oh, then yeah. when, they had a, when they had a meeting, Rule came in from the side door, started talking a little bit about everything, and then let them know that he had been let go. He wishes he could be there to watch them grow further, yada, yada, yada. So if you haven't seen it, you have to be a subscriber for ESPN Plus to get to it. It's added content on ESPN's uh, site, but it's definitely worth it. Good read. Uh, Go check that out. Drew Irvin comments. uh, TMJ, Terrence Marshall Jr. has been heating up since Robbie was traded. Uh, How much do you think uh, Marshall becomes part of this game plan now that it's kind of opened up in front of him in terms of uh, Robbie being gone?
1: I mean, we saw it last week. I mean, if they let him out the bag, (laughs) you know. Um he's, good. You know, he's, he, was good. he's a good receiver. Um, and I'm excited to see, you know, you know, as he gets more opportunities. Um, I feel you I feel like you know what you see in practice, if you go to a practice, PJ Walker's probably been throwing to uh TMJ um you know quite a bit. You know, you That is you an know, you,
0: excellent point because they, they, they look, look like they had some chemistry.
1: Yeah, they look like they had a lot of chemistry. And, and when you talk about practice reps, you know, if if, T- if TMJ wasn't really taking, you know, first team reps, um, he was definitely getting reps, you know, on scout team or whatever it is, um, you know, with PJ, um, over the time. And, and I feel like, you know, guys like that, you know, when you have an opportunity for a quarterback like, um, PJ, um, those are the moments where you see receivers come to life that you don't even know about, um. And unfortunately, Team J, he's he's been kind of you know hidden for the time he's been here. Uh, and I think this is an opportunity for him to just go out there and, and make the most of his opportunities. He's got DJ Moore lined up out there. Um, he's gonna pull a lot of you know attention. And uh, the running game, if, as long as the running game continues to thrive, you know you're gonna get a lot of good looks. And I, I expect you know to see big things from from him.
0: Um, i just pulled up the injury report. Uh, there's a lot of Panther names uh, <laughs> on the injury report. Um, let me go through some of those real quick. Okay. Uh, Wednesday's practice. Now, this could change today. Uh, three players, Marquise Haynes, Taylor Moten, and Davion Nixon are out due to illness. They did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, Mike, Mike Jordan had uh, a day off for personal reasons. Chuba Hubbard, actually, someone I'm concerned about. Uh, with an ankle injury, which I think he suffered in that uh, game Sunday towards the end there. Uh, he did not practice Wednesday. Uh, we don't know if he'll be available uh, on Sunday. Dante Jackson's got an ankle injury. He had limited practice on Wednesday. Frankie luvu has got a shoulder, limited practice for him. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, which we've only seen one game since he came over from the Jaguars. He's been nursing a hamstring injury. He was limited at practice as well. Uh, Sean Chandler, Miles Hartfield, they both have hamstring issues. They were limited at practice. JC Horns got the rib injury. Uh, he was out there for limited. And Corey Littleton, the inside linebacker, has got a groin injury. He was limited in practice. The Falcons only have three people uh, AJ Terrell, cornerback. I thought I just saw he's ruled out. Um, on here, it shows on hamstring. He did not practice Wednesday. Jalen Hawkins has a concussion, the free safety. Uh, he did not practice Wednesday. I'd imagine he would not play Sunday. And D. Alford, the defensive back. Uh, has a hamstring injury, and he had limited practice. So uh, the Atlanta Falcons secondary sounds kind of banged up. Uh, that might be an opportunity for us to make something happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, same of... thing with Tampa. I mean, same thing with Tampa, right? Tampa Bay's defense was banged up and it ain't our fault. So let's go out there and attack yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at us for? We
0: just happened to be here. Hey, um, yeah. the, uh, a couple things. You, my boy, Blue, last week we did something we never did under rule. We established an identity. You touched on that on our Monday episode, that it was really the first time all year where it felt like the team knew what they were supposed to do, like what the goal was. Whereas previous games, it was almost like, let's just get out there and we prepped all week, but I don't know. Let's just see what happens. Uh, It felt like they changed things on the fly sometimes. Uh Last week was like a, this is what we're doing. (laughs) Even if they figure out what we're doing, this is what we're doing. They got to stop it.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, Panthers, you know, you know, Panthers, Video crew got into that locker room and gave everybody a really special look at, you know, what it was like after that win in the locker room and everybody's emotion. Um, But what you're able to see and listen to was the coach was talking about the game plan throughout the whole week. And -hmm. it was as simple as control the line of scrimmage. And you did that. (laughs) Both sides. <laughs> both On both it's sides. It's
0: gonna win you football. Like we, we say it all the time. It don't matter what level it is, pop Warner, high school, college pro, if you can control the line of scrimmage offense and defensively, stop the yeah. run, run the ball, you're gonna win football games. Like yeah, I'm looking at the top of the rushing rankings uh right now in the NFL. Uh cause I'm old school. Like I, I I'd rather a team run the ball 30 times down a team's throat and just kind of make them bend. Uh, The Bears are averaging almost 200 yards a game on the ground, 181. Uh, The Giants, 173. The Browns at 163, but we know how the Browns get down. Atlanta, like I said, they're fourth in the league in rushing 156 yards a game. Baltimore, Lamar, uh, Philly. Um, you got the Saints in there. These are all teams that are kind of floating right there at the top of their respective divisions or whatnot. And um, a not lot of those
1: quarterbacks, game. and a lot of those teams have quarterbacks that can run as well. So I mean, Yes,
0: they're, they're dual-type quarterbacks. Dual so um, I'm curious to see if they do something like that with P.J. That would be the expansion I would expect in the offense going forward if they start doing – hell, they were running RPO with Baker Mayfield earlier in the year. I mean, it's in the playbook. So I'd wonder if maybe they decide to do some of that. Uh, I know Schubert did some of that uh in college as well uh actually i guess some breaking news here paul mancini chimes in the giants trade headache but talented wide receiver caderas tony to the kansas city chiefs for a 2023 third and six round pick um that just broke a couple of minutes ago so some uh breaking wow. news here on the believe in carolina panthers podcast shout out to paul mancini uh for that another question here from uh spectator mode i'm kind of digging this open mailbag this is pretty cool yeah. um do you think rules should have gotten people like TMJ, Foreman, and PJ and Tribble more involved? Or do you think their production is a product of their willingness to play for Coach Wilkes? It's a pretty good question.
1: Um, I mean, that's a speculative question. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, they
0: could control if they played or not. I, I, yeah, I think I, it I, was favorites.
1: I would say, you know, Foreman, I've always been a fan of, you know, get Foreman some carries. Um, you know, even when Christian was here um you know he seems like a change of pace guy and you know a, a you know strong runner in between the tackles as we saw this past weekend mm-hmm. um it would have been nice to see him early um you know Trimble I think they you know we tried to um you know coordinate some some throws his way early on and just didn't really pan out execution wise um you know I think you know those two guys Definitely. Um, you know, TMJ, PJ. You know, I think that's just you know credit to Coach Wilkes um, seeing their potential, and obviously PJ with the situation at quarterback. Um, you know, but I really think that there's a willingness to play that you're seeing from all the players across the board for Coach Wilkes, because like I said, you know, it's all about culture, man. And if you don't have the culture of winning, you know, and, and if you're not a true, you know, believer in that, guys can sniff that out. You know, a mile away. So
0: I, I I think too the team I think the team realized last week that the season's not over and that they hit a reset button. Like I think the team feels like they're one and oh. Like yeah. and they're just gonna basically what happened before we saw uh you know, what we did last week that don't yep. matter anymore. You know, like if we can start, we can basically control our season from this point on and we're one to know let's let right. let's establish who we are, what we're about to do. Cause I do think that they are in with Steve Wilkes. Like I, I yeah, feel like man. they are in bed with Steve. They want Steve Wilkes to remain as the head coach because it, it almost looks like that like a weight's been lifted. Like they, they look like they're freer. Like yeah, they're enjoying football now. And, I go back to that ESPN article when I read it, like there is some speculation in there and it's anonymous people in the building. You know how that goes. They're saying this, that or whatever. And it's the guy that just left. Like it almost puts it all on Matt rule. But on one hand, it's like, I don't want to do that. On the other hand, I know he had a lot of control over the personnel and what these guys were doing. So it kind of, it kind of makes a lot of sense. And actually it reminded me of a comment David Tepper had mentioned uh, in that press conference when, after he had let him go where he was like, you know, for the next coach, I need to make sure that the coach and the general manager are more aligned with each other and that each have separate roles as opposed to, you know, whatever, which to me alluded to the fact that he felt like he gave Matt rule too much power. And that was for someone that didn't have the ability to harness that or had the experience to do it. And that's why he did it when he did it. So, um, I don't know. I with PJ PJ's here because of Matt rule. PJ wouldn't even be here. If it wasn't for Matt rule. So I can't say that, uh, That rule wasn't more involved, uh, with him. The others, Deonta Foreman, uh, Terrence Marshall Jr. Now, rules responsible for bringing them here. Now, how he, how he used them, uh, as completely different, uh, animal altogether. But, um, I, I think it's just more, the team itself collectively is starting to think more as a team, as opposed to individual players playing on a team, uh, under the rule regime. So that's a, that's a good question there. Um, We'll we'll see if that's correct, because I, I could have just said all that. And then Sunday they come out and <laughs> and play completely different from what we expect. And I was like, oh, OK, here we go. So I don't yeah. expect that. I really don't expect that to happen. um Let's uh we went through the injury report. Let's get into the preview here real quick. And you guys keep giving us these questions while we're doing this uh while we're on. We'll answer the questions on air. And maybe we start doing open mail back Thursday, uh, especially when Skylar comes back. If you just joined us, Skylar Callahan from Sports Illustrated, he's not with us today. He won't be with us next week because our boys get married on Saturday. So he's uh, in the middle of wedding preparations and whatnot. Shout out to him and his lovely fiance. Uh, He will be back week after next. So uh, he'll be back actually to preview the next Falcons game because we play him twice in three weeks. So he'll be back for that. Um, Let's hit some of this here. Sunday, October 30th, 1 p.m. on Fox. Panthers 2-5 and on the season. Atlanta Falcons 3-4 and on the season. It's a road game at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Uh, Carolina is 20-34 all-time against the Falcons. The Falcons have a one-game win streak against the Panthers. Carolina has won two games in a row in Atlanta, but the Falcons own the all-time record at home, 19-8. to um, Statistically, they kind of like the same team. Uh, although Atlanta rushes for about 50 yards more than Carolina, granted Carolina is just now kind of figuring out what to do with their run game. Uh, passing yards, I mean, literally, it looks like I'm looking at the same team. Carolina... 169 yards a game, Atlanta 151 yards a game. Atlanta's second to last in the entire league in passing, so keep that in mind. Uh, Third down efficiency, they're actually pretty good third down efficiency, uh, Stu. 44.2% on third down, that's fifth in the entire league.
1: Yeah, Um, because they're running the ball really good. They're running the ball, yeah.
0: So, I mean, there's a lot of third and twos probably in there, uh, you know, third and ones that they're able to, to accomplish with. Points per game, they're only—they're well, only—they're averaging thir- uh, 23.3 per game. That's 12th in the league. We're at 17. That's tied for 26. Uh, defensively, they're—they're uh, they're allowing 100 yards on the ground. That's fifth in the league. Uh, we're allowing 120. They're allowing 306 yards passing in the in the and uh, on defense. That is dead last in the league. So they're allowing the most passing yards per game. Uh, which is interesting because it makes me wonder, do we change up what we want to do to take advantage of that? Plus what I just said before with the injury report, uh, a lot of Atlanta secondaries banged up. So would you, you know, would you switch it up a little bit, let PJ throw it a little bit more, or do you stick to what we did last week and keep running this rock and let PJ throw it when we see some shots?
1: I mean, I will say, you know, that that number might be a little skewed. You know, from the standpoint, they played Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals last week. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, and so, <laughs> I, think like yeah. I think he threw for like 450. I think he for like 450 or something like that. Um, three tugs, and I was really happy about that. So appreciate you. Uh, you know, shout out to my boy Demir Bird, you know Atlanta Falcons. Um, he had a touchdown catch, long yeah. one. Um, but you know yeah, former Panther. Um, but you know, I don't mm. think we need to change too much. I, I want to see them go
0: run game for run game.
1: I want to see run for run game. Bit. And I think at the end of the day, one of the things that stood out was third down conversions. Right, like what can you convert? How can you extend? You know, the offensive time on the field. Um, you know, if we can keep the defense there, if we can keep their defense on the t- on the field. That's when we'll attack them in the in throw in the in the passing game. So stay on the field, stay you know manageable, stay patient. We ain't got to go out there and go lights out in in this passing mode um, just because you know PJ had a great great game last week. Um, mm-hmm. I think you just stay within yourself. Um, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, you can you know add some stuff to it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no need to go and just get all amped up, you know, in the offensive coordinating um you know shadows. So uh run that rock.
0: I agree. I agree. And I wanna maybe some of it'll depend on the availability of Chuba Hubbard, because I, I like the idea of a two-headed monster. Although Deonta yeah. Deonta can handle it, you know, by himself. Yeah, herself, He
1: did it. He I mean, listen, he that's right. Well, that's why we brought him here. You know, yeah. we bring guys in the mentality of a a guy carrying a position. You know, carrying the running back position is we brought you here because you could potentially carry the load. And so, if Chuba Hubbard is out, Foreman, this is your dream come true. Okay. You get to go out there and get the ball <laughs> a lot. So, sh- you know, out, man. Sh- show out. I'm excited. And, and about- their,
0: their defense is allowing uh, 100 yards rushing per game. And I always said, if we can get to 100 yards rushing in a game, then we got a shot. We can get to like 150. We're probably going to win that football game. And that yeah. should be the goal. You know, 150 combined rushing yards. Cause that means we're controlling the clock. We're controlling the shit. Cha- we're moving chains. Yeah. Uh, the time of possession, we're going at our pace. Uh, it's opening up other stuff like play action and things of that nature for PJ. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they roll out a little RPO in this game. If Chuba was not available, I could yeah. see them doing a little RPO action with, uh, with PJ and, and Deonta. Um, so we'll see how they come about doing that. I'm just poking around on the preview here to see if there's anything that we need to know. Uh, this season actually it's pretty cool. I thought I heard him mention this on the broadcast Sunday. Carolina's only allowed 13 points scored in the first quarter. That's tied for first in the entire league. Uh, they've scored a defensive touchdown and allowed just 5.3 yards per pass attempt in the first 15 minutes. That's good for third in the league. Uh, Ike Iquano has not allowed a sack. Over the last five games, and has a pass blocking rating of ninety-eight point two. It's eighth among offensive tackles. This is a rookie, y'all. He's playing for NC State this time last year. Uh, his run block grade is eighty point six. That's fifth amongst off- offensive tackles. Uh, he, he that was a good pick. <laughs> that was a good well, pick. Uh, and Bradley goes he- a start on Sunday too. So
1: a friend of mine texted me this. Um, shout out to Jonathan Wiley. Uh, According to Next Gen Stats, Ikey ran 317 yards of 6.6 plus miles per hour last week. Third amongst third, mo, third most among offensive linemen, he also had the fewest yards walking among any offensive lineman. You want to know what that guy is? He's a dog. Yeah. That boy is a workhorse.
0: My man is out
1: there. My boy, my boy is out there doing his job. So. All the offensive linemen, take note and, and, and follow suit, because that's what we got to do this week. You we got to run that rock. I ain't playing with nobody. Mm-hmm. We are about to go in, bro. We like tonight. Oh, tonight, Tampa Bay. They, they, they got. <laughs> yeah, sure I don't we? know what to, I don't know what time gonna do. They better get that running game going. That's they man, they don't have. They have, they run sixty yards a game. Man, We're, listen, the, the offensive that, line, they, they can they better throw them checkdowns, cause if they don't, <laughs> we're gonna be well, the number uno in the well, division. So, they, so yes, so let's frame
0: that. So, if Tampa loses tonight and yeah. we beat the Falcons, we will wake up on Monday morning in first place in the NFC South. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's just go like get your
1: crisp Go get your Krispy Kremes on Victory Monday.
0: Yes, go get them. I'm gonna Bo-Dang go ahead and call it good. right
1: now. Frankie Luvah's gonna probably have a pick six. Because um, they're going to try to do that RPO and yep. he's going to read it right and he's going to check down on somebody and gang, gang, give me that.
0: PJ, three and one as a starter. Best career performance this past Sunday. Passer rating 126.5. If I'm not mistaken, that's the highest you can have. Third mm-hmm. best passer rating of any quarterback last week, or it's close to it. His PFF grade of 94.9 led all qualified players in the NFL last week. Uh, 72%. Completion percentage last week. And he, w- he wasn't just throwing five yards here, five yards there. He was throwing down the field a little bit too. So yeah, right. uh, excited to see what PJ can do with Ben McAdoo, the offensive coordinator, as they open up this playbook more and more. Uh, and shout out to Bradley Bozeman, who made his first start at center on Sunday. We got him from the Ravens in the offseason. Pat Elfline, the starting center, got hurt. He's been put on IR. Bozeman's going to be your starting center for the rest of the year. He had an overall grade of 93.2 from pro football focus. That was the best among all centers in the league in week seven. And like I said, the offensive line played the best game they played all year on Sunday. And I think Bozeman had a lot to do with it. So they found a center. uh, You you know how it is. You play with Ryan Khalil. When you you got a center that can be the, the quarterback of that line, it's, it's the a brain difference. Yeah. It's, it's the, the brain. brain
1: the it's the it's the brain of the offense, <laughs> <in>
0: my opinion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's and if you don't have
0: that, then it's just hard. It's hard to yeah. move the rock. It's hard to, to believe in them, and things start to fall apart. You're starting to see a foundation with that offensive line that I think is gonna create huge things for the Panthers. Man, I'm just excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I was yeah, going in the past couple weeks was low, man. Like yeah. Uh, I'm telling folks, yo, we got to do two podcasts a week on this craziness. <laughs> like, we don't know yeah. what we're going to talk about, yeah. and Pimper, now, like,
1: Panther fans should be really excited. Um, it's a reset. Yeah, it's a reset, and let's just let's just you know stack the wind, and let's just stay positive. And so I support
0: our Panthers. I already know who you're going to pick. I don't know in what manner they're going to get there, but let's go ahead and put our predictions in real quick before we get out of here. Panthers versus Falcons, 1 p.m. kickoff on Fox this Sunday. Uh, prediction time, Stu. What you got? Give me what's going to happen here on Sunday. <laughs>
1: uh, well, Panther's going to win, and I'm not even going to give you a score. Ooh. I'm going to give you enough to three. That's how much they're gonna score. Enough I, three. I, I, enough, <laughs> yeah. en- a, enough, meaning, enough. I don't know how much we're gonna score, but they they gonna have three points. That's what's gonna be the end of the. That's gonna be the result on their side. I feel by, like
0: they're gonna win by three.
1: No, we're gonna win this game. Yeah. But we're gonna. They're gonna have three points.
0: They're go- <laughs> So you, they're you not, know they're gonna score at least three. They're gonna, <laughs>
1: they're, they're gonna score three. <laughs> like we're going to win this game. I just feel like our I just feel like our defense is really about to like hone in. Like cuz they're a running team, right? Coming yep. into this game, they're a running team. Yep. What what did what was the message last week? Stop the run, right? What we do? Stop the run. If they can mm-hmm. only depend on the running game, that means they're going to be three and out because we're going to stop the run. And so uh, like that—that's just my opinion. I just feel like we're gonna probably have—we probably have like thirty points, 30, 31, 28. Oh oh, okay. Uh, oh, I wow. feel like DJ. Feel like DJ Moore. Gonna find it yeah, yeah. Let's go twenty-eight three. <laughs> there it is. He, 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 there he, it taught, is. He, he walked me into it. Twenty-eight
0: three. It felt like that's where you were going down the hallway. But I just didn't. I just. Yeah, I
1: just didn't really. I just didn't really give what all these numbers and stuff. But twenty-eight three ah. is good enough for me. I just I feel, feel like DJ Moore is gonna have two touchdowns. I feel like we're gonna have a pick six, and I feel like Foreman gonna be in the end zone. So I mean, I
0: like it. Um, I'm kind of on the same vein. I, I'll give it. I'll give the Falcons ten points. They'll get a touchdown somewhere nah, in the game and a field goal. But I think we're on a twenty four point type tip. Uh, especially if we're gonna run the ball and kind of control the clock. I'll go twenty four ten Carolina. Um, this is the game where. Uh, get up and first take and undisputed and all these talking head shows in the mornings on the weekdays. After this game is, this is the game where people are going to start looking at Carolina, going, "What's going on in Carolina? Like, what's mm-hmm. happening over there? Like, what's Steve Wilkes doing that's so different from what Matt Rule is doing?" If we really? win in the fashion I think we'll win, yeah. uh, an open Monday morning in first place in the NFC South yeah. with a fairly manageable schedule wait. in front of us
1: going to have a cup of coffee? We might want to do our our podcast Monday morning. <laughs> <the> morning. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Last time we did that, a player got traded like thirty minutes after we were done. So I'm sca- right. I'm I'm reluctant because the trade deadline is uh, November first. <laughs> so anyway, literally,
1: <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't worried about no trades. We already done with all that. Look, oh, God. we're gonna somebody-
0: yeah, <laughs> So, I mean, I, I'm going 24-10, Carolina with the win, moves to 3-5 and five in the season. They take over first place because I'm also going to predict that Tampa's going to lose tonight. Um, yeah. I just don't trust the Buccaneers, the way they look right now. They just look like they're kind of all apart. Like, they just, ugh.
1: Tampa, Tampa, Tampa Dude, is hurting right now, man.
0: Sonny Divizio, I see you with that Louisville, uh jersey, Stu. I'll see your pick six and say he's going to get a sack, too. Hey, um, I love it, Sonny. Yeah, I believe that could happen. Uh, right before we get out of here, though, I wanted to answer Raheem's question. Uh, he might he came in a little late. Need help, Panther fans? Who do who do pick up between Foreman and Hubbard? Uh, assume for fantasy. I know Foreman's a little banged up, but looking past this week, who's the better option for the reason of the season? Uh Foreman. I mean, didn't Foreman start? Foreman started on Sunday, right? And Hubbard was coming in relieving. So I would probably go with Foreman. Uh, Hubbard has uh, got an ankle injury, so that's going to keep him. Limited for at least a week or two, I would imagine, depending on the severity of it. Uh, he hurt it in that game, so I would probably choose uh, Foreman, uh, Raheem. He's going to get a bunch of carries, uh, as long as he can stay healthy. Um, and he said, uh, reason for the season, my bad. So, yeah, we would probably go with Foreman on that. Um, so we're both picking Carolina to win 28
1: uh, 3 for me, 28
0: 3. I got 24 10 uh we're we're also a bonus prediction carolina will be in first place when we wake up monday morning uh it's pretty wild the the the, the turn of events that has happened in the past three weeks in charlotte uh
1: just always remember jonathan stewart told you so
0: and he picked him to go 10 i picked 11 i picked him to win yeah. i don't think they're gonna be able to do that but yeah 10 wins yeah. Is still in the realm of possibility hey. 10 wins wins it's a division
1: Easy. In, in January, I'm gonna go somewhere and watch the games and the playoffs at Wild Wings or something like that. Y'all were more than welcome to join the bandwagon if y'all fell off.
0: Let's uh, we might have to plan something and do something at the end <laughs> of the if they if they get in the playoffs and we something like that, we might have to all meet in Concord or something and just oh yeah, find a Buffalo Wild Wings and and yeah. go to town. Um, or Dave and Buster's. Uh, yeah, or yeah, there's Dave and Buster's right there, Concord Mills. So uh, we might be able to do something like that. I got a bowl now in there too. I was just in there uh earlier this summer with my family. Uh, Somebody John, go
1: out there and make some shirts that say "Walker Wonder." Witness the
0: Walker Wonder. If you heard it here first on the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast, witness the Walker Wonder. Get it stuck in your head. It's gonna keep pounding y'all. So um, we're we'll gonna see what happens. I might show up one day with a "Witness the Walker Wonder" t-shirt on this podcast. Yeah. I mean, we'll just we'll
1: see. I know we'll some guys at Seven Hundred Four Shop Glory Days Apparel. Y'all need to go ahead and get them "Witness the Walker Wonder" shirts made. Hey,
0: now, PJ gotta do his part. PJ got to show out again. Like we hey. can't make him off of one game. <laughs> like that's yeah, not yeah. how this works.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're <laughs> right. Keep yeah. it going. Got to keep. keep... We'll,
0: John, we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in it. We're gonna see what he does on Sunday, and then if, he, if PJ comes out balling, hey, I'm I'm with it. I am totally with it. Um,
1: Peanut butter every well, time. Peanut butter every time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Panthers Falcons, one p.m. Sunday on Fox. Uh, thanks everybody for uh, joining us for the Thursday edition. We might make this open mailbag a regular thing. This was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, we, we'll be back Monday uh, afternoon, uh, two thirty on Mondays. We'll be back with the live edition for this for Jonathan Stewart. I'm Desmond Johnson. You've been watching and listening to the Carolina Panthers, well, excuse me, the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast on Believe Podcast Networks. Keep pounding.
1: Thank you for
0: listening to Believe.